good. Well, I'm good. I'm dealing with a little issue right now where I have kids that leave uh, doors open. Yeah. I have, bird fly- I have a bird flying around my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's outstanding. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. See, how, how do I get my camera going here? Welcome to the Just a Runners podcast. We're here to talk about all things running and racing on the Youngstown area's first running podcast. Here's your host and Youngstown Marathon Ambassador, Bruce McIntosh and Pico. Hey everybody, how's it going? How's your running? Uh, this week wasn't a very good running week for me. Uh, luckily, it was kind of a cutback recovery week. Uh, too much stress, uh, working a lot of overtime, so only got a missed a couple runs. Uh, luck. Saturday's long run was only supposed to be eight to ten. I got eight miles in and followed up. Uh, what did we do today? Six and a half or something like that. So that was Sunday's run. And well, we're at nine weeks to go to the marathon, and I'm okay about it. We got plenty of time to really, as long as we get those long runs in, I think I'll be fine. Uh, and this also, uh, going forward with our uh training looking into the fall, I'm really hoping racing's back. Uh, I believe it will be, and it was announced this week that. The ambassadors for the Youngstown Marathon. I will be one of them. I am uh, running the half there. So I'm back for the half. And I have my code now. If anyone wants to sign up, uh, go ahead and get signed up. And uh, it is Bruce21. Bruce with all capitals. B-R-U-C-E. The number is 21. Bruce21. So uh, I'll try to... I'll put a reminder in for future podcast episodes. Uh, I'll work on that later. And I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. So I'll be running that. And if you're gonna if you're in the Youngstown area and you Well, if you're gonna run in uh the Y-Town uh 10 miler or five miler, it's on April. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't write that down. I thought I had it here. Uh Give me one second here. I know. Uh, register. Let's check this sale. Uh, uh, the run white town five miler and ten miler on April eighteenth. If you use my code there, you can also receive fifteen percent off either of those two races. Now for the Youngstown. Uh, Marathon is on October 24th. Marathon, half marathon, and 5K. Use my code, and you'll get 15% off. And if you let me know you use my code, uh, I'll give you a shout-out, a thank you right here on the podcast. Uh, well, the week after you tell me. Uh, so, and hopefully, uh, hashtag. If you put it on social media, just hashtag Team Bruce 21. We'll do something like that. 
uh, just trying to promote the marathon and hope we get a good crowd and uh, hopefully uh, a lot of uh, hopefully we can don't have too many restrictions at that time there'll still be some uh, COVID restrictions. I know the numbers are gonna have to be held to a certain point and there'll be a few other changes but I think it's gonna go pretty well in second sole timing which will be timing this they've people in charge of this have done some smaller races so they have some experience of doing dealing with the uh, COVID uh, protocols so I think uh, I think the race is gonna go good right and other event today well yesterday actually I met, talked on Skype with uh, Rick and his crew which was Jason Tony uh, Murphy uh, we got together and chat right there and we were discussing their event that they're putting together to help raise money for the rescue mission of Mahoney Valley uh, they're trying to buy mattresses for a new building that they are putting up and Rick will go into more details about that I wanna, but I do want to let you know they have a website if you wish to donate directly to their cause rescuemissionmv.org slash to run for I'll try to put that in the show notes too uh, I'll try to mention that on my uh, Facebook page Instagram wherever just to get that out there and if, if you still can't find it you can just get a hold of me uh, email message me whatever and I'll, I'll make sure you get the right place if you wish to do that all right well I say we uh, go ahead and get going Well, I just want to welcome everybody to the podcast today. I am joined with uh, my sometimes co-host, Rick Blair, and we are also here. Rick, do you want to settle know everybody here? You want to do the introductions? Yeah, I've never heard of these guys before. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I should have written an introduction. It feels like I, I really should have uh, had something to say specifically. Um, why don't we go, uh, maybe the people that I've known for like the shortest amount of time to the, the, the guy I've known the longest. Um, and I think that starts with Jason Toot. Uh, Jason Toot, I feel like I should have like stats for him or something. So I'm going to make those up. Uh, Jason Toot once swam across the Atlantic Ocean. Um, wrestled an alligator halfway through. Interestingly, because alligators don't live in the Atlantic Ocean, um, he's won 15 Ironman competitions, although he's only competed in eight, but he was so good that he gave him 15 trophies. I'm not going to do this for everybody. Uh, just I know it might embarrass Jay a little bit. Um, Bruce, is there a way to mute other people on this call? <laughs> <laughs> just curious. We'll work on that. Um, and uh, to sort of segue into the next guy, 
uh, who once said one of the things we love about Jason Toot is that he slows us down. And now, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite Italian-Canadian-American, Tony DiStefano, um, who once won the Boston Marathon uh, with a mullet, um, but that was in the early 90s when you could run a lot slower and still win a big marathon. Um, Tony, I've known for a little bit longer. I was not invited to his wedding because I didn't know him that long. I haven't known him that long. Um, but I was invited to his naturalization ceremony a few years back. That was exciting. Um, let's see, what else can we say about Tony? Uh, he keeps us going. Um, he wants to cut all the corners, and by the corners I mean the tangents, whether or not he runs you off the road in the midst of that or pushes you down on a block of ice, uh, he will do those things. Um, Tony uh, is, is, uh, is a good friend of ours, and we're glad that he's here. Um, so Tony Stefano, and then briefly I'll introduce uh, my longtime friend, and uh, in cohort, Murphy Morgan. Um, Murphy comes to you via the worst state in America. Uh, we almost don't want to say, say the name, but I do remember growing up and learning that at some point, uh, the San Andreas Fault might make it fall into the Pacific Ocean. Um, sadly, that hasn't happened. We hope it doesn't happen. still lives out there. Uh, but, but grateful. Uh, Murphy is actually from uh, the Youngstown area. Uh, in fact, Jason and Tony, we ran by his parents' house today. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so he's from here, um, caught wind of what we're doing, and um, is always game for adventure. I know that because uh, Murph's a former Marine, um, which is an adventure in itself. Um, but uh, anyway, so there's a, a brief overview of our three extra guests. And I'm Rick. And you know, I like to make things up. So. <laughs> I was, I thought yeah, that was all true. Tell, tell, tell the listeners that one of us here was a Canadian American with that flannel and beard. We might, we might guess it was you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just because the only thing I miss is Tony's early '90s mullet. Um, <laughs> which actually, because his video is not on, we could just say he still has. <laughs> We'll get into what we're actually, uh, what brought us together today, and uh, who wants to tell us what exactly is the rescue mission in Youngstown? I mean, name kind of explains it, but anyone want to take that? Jason. Jason. Uh, Rick, Rick Blair does. <laughs> Who's that? I just was talking for like five minutes straight, but... Um, well, I've actually on Bruce's podcast talked about the rescue mission before because I like to say if you've had a couple, more than one conversation with me, probably heard about the rescue mission. It's a it's a, a ministry here in Mahoning Valley that's near and dear to my heart, but I think uh, extremely important uh, for our community. Um, but you know, to put it in simple in the simplest terms, the rescue mission is is just that. It's an emergency um, food and, and shelter place for those experiencing homelessness. Um, it's currently located on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard on uh, the old YMCA. Um, and, um, you know, that's just like a super quick overview of what the rescue mission is and barely touches on anything that they do. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, it's a special it's a special place that um, I think one of my favorite things that the leadership of the mission says is that uh, we would love self out of business. Um, we'd love not to have to exist, um, but sadly it does. And so um, they keep doing really, really great important work there. And somebody, um, they are moving the rescue mission, isn't that true? And apparently they're in the need of mattresses and you guys came up with a plan to help them raise money. Uh, what exactly is your plan to help them out there? Jason, come on. You, you look. Tony, someone? Uh, well, I think this all started, I think, with, uh, of course, Rick, um, while we were running one day, uh, as far as putting a plan together to get, you know, uh, well, obviously with this pandemic, we've, over the years, or the last past year anyways, have come up with our plans to kind of get the running, some excitement in our running, and plan these, like, five-week challenge uh, that we've done, and um, so this was another idea. We said, hey, we should come up with, with um, or Rick said, we should come up with something to, you know, celebrate uh, the spring, beginning of, you know, running seasons, of getting up in full force, and then his 350th, no, what, Rick? So what's... Give us a, an update number there, consecutive running days. Yeah, so so the idea of like the what we're doing um, came because Bruce, is, as you know, we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, I started a running streak last March. Today was day 351, um, 351 straight days of running at least one mile, which the reality is it's averaging close to six miles a day. Um, but, uh, you know, 365 is definitely in view. Um, and so that's where, I, that's why, like, the, the idea for the day of how we commemorate this, this thing, as I was saying to Jason earlier today, I just can't believe that, that I have people in my life who keep saying yes uh, when I ask them to do stuff, um, despite, you know, getting them into all sorts of trouble and pain and suffering. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's what, you know, we haven't quite said what we're doing just yet because I want for these other guys to talk a little bit about it. Um, but uh, but then the idea pivoted. So the idea pivoted out of living through a pandemic and making sure that we're taking care of ourselves, taking care of our families. To how do we look outward? How do we care for those around us, whether they're our literal neighbors um, next door or if they're our neighbors in our community. So, Tony, you wanna keep talking about that a little bit? So, so I guess, that, yeah, moving forward, we, you know, going to talking about the idea of getting back to the community, and I know Rick was involved in the, uh, it's been involved in the last several years with the rescue mission, and uh, came up, you know, told us while we were running, said that, you know, there's, they're looking for mattresses uh, for this, the, the, the new building uh, they're putting together, and be nice to kind of donate towards that, that cause, uh, uh, which um, is, you know, getting mattresses. So we started uh, starting th thinking about some things to do, and, uh, one of, you know, obviously one of the ideas that came up was running um, a 24-hour, you know, like a marathon, if you want to call it, and run a mile and a half every hour for 24 hours. Uh, so then came, you know, what... Uh, what neighborhood to go into? We kind of mulled that idea uh, for several weeks and uh, came up with a, a pretty, you know, good neighborhood as far as traffic is concerned. There's not much traffic; it's just local traffic. It's one of our friends that offered to um, 
offered his house uh, to us as far as that, you know, doing this, 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 uh, this run. So that's the, the, the you know, the, the, the general idea of how we came up together with this run. And then, the, you know, obviously with a little bit of more time, more details came into it as far as, you know, uh, camping out in the backyard, uh, you know, and all the logistics that goes with it. Uh, and I was finalizing everything now in the last couple of weeks. So that's the general idea of it. So you're going to run a mile and a half every hour? So it's a mile and a half uh, every hour for 24 hours. That's... So the, the initial, uh, Jason, did you want to chime in on that? No, no. <laughs> no, not at all. No, 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 no please. Yeah, I was just going to reintroduce you, Rick. Say, Rick, Rick had something to say. Rick had something else. Uh, well, anybody who knows me. As I will just talk about this forever. Um, yeah, I, you know, the initial idea was one mile an, an hour, and then once we decided on our location, and actually, Chad, Jason brought this up. He said, "Well, that's a great location. However, that loop is a mile and a half." Right. And, and so we we liked the loop because, as Tony pointed out, for for our sake, and I don't know what what I'd like to hear about what Murphy's route is gonna look like here in a minute, but um, for our sake, it seemed to be the safest uh, option. You know, we're, we're gonna be running in the middle of the night. Um, so how do we do that in a way where there's minimal automobile traffic? And, um, but yeah, so then, then it becomes like, well, what, what other sort of insane things can we do? Oh, okay, let's, how about a mile and a half? That's not, for some reason that doesn't, that seems like not at more intimidating we just say okay sure 36 miles in a day why not well you got time in between uh, yeah right right you can nap for 15 minutes there and take off <laughs> um, yeah so who's all doing this other than uh the people that are here how many did you uh talk into doing this because i know a few people couldn't make it uh who all, uh, who all's crazy enough to do this, or how many have you talked into it? Well, now I am going to make Jason answer this question because I know he can answer this question. We're giving him an easy one. Yeah. So I believe we have uh, six runners that are going to do the full twenty-four hours in Youngstown, and possibly some others that are going to be virtually running the race also. Are they doing all 24 hours, Rick? Um, I know there are six of us who are doing all 24 locally. I know Murphy, if I'm not mistaken, is going to do all 24 from California. Uh, and, and, uh, and I know, like, Tony's, Tony's sister... Mm -hmm. I don't know how many, she, how many she's doing, though, but... So there, yeah, there's, uh, I have some sisters home in Canada that are going to do... Um, they're not going to do the full 24, but they're going to break in and out and do maybe four or five miles, from what I understand, a lot of my latest is. Um, mostly during the day. It won't be a nighttime thing. I don't think it's going to be more during the day. So, yeah. Yeah, Rick, out here, we're planning on doing uh, the full 24 hours, and I've actually recruited a couple guys to, to run it with me as well. So I think we're going to have a total of three doing the full 24 hours and as many as six so it just kind of depends on who those yeah who those last minute ads are so 
Um, yeah. So we have a pretty good, pretty good little contingent out here in uh, in your favorite state, supporting yeah. the Youngstown mission. That's fantastic, and I and I hope Murph that you guys take a lot of pictures and send them out because um, I know the mission would love to know stuff like that. Just um, absolutely, just the, the sort of support that they feel, um, just knowing that there are people out there who care about the work they're doing. It's it's really important. You definitely will. Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty pretty fun little setup out here. Like you guys, um, we're we're gonna kind of set up a whole little camp area right in front of my house. So there's a perfect like one point zero two mile loop that goes from my front door kind of around the neighborhood and back. And then um, I'm going to bring my RV out and park it out front. We're going to set up some pop-up tents, and uh, and we're just going to kind of set up a little uh, little race station right there in front of my house and and uh, enjoy the day and, and run for 24 hours-ish. And we're only going to do one mile. I don't know. I might, might, yeah. might see if I can extend that course, but uh, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't get wind talking to you at some point that maybe you were going to extend it, but... I think we're going to stick with the one mile. Well, we wanted to. <laughs> what time are you planning to start? Do you have a certain strategy to to start time or anything? Or is it just... Yeah, we, we, we talked about that. And, um, you know, I tend to get... And I don't know if I just do it on my own, if I just fill that role, or if it just sort of falls to me or what it is. But I tend to tend to be the ringleader here, um, and so you know, people. I usually think long and hard about some of these ideas before I throw them out there, um, and have even considered some of the objections that I might receive. So our strategy is that that we'll start at the a quarter after the hour, every hour. We're actually going to do one loop every hour rather than kind of tie them together, which was something, because we thought about just like, you know, being consistent. Um, and so we're gonna start a quarter after the hour, um, starting at 12.15 um, Saturday morning, that's March 13th. So it's like Friday night to Saturday morning. Um, uh, and then hopefully, hopefully stumble into being complete at 11:30 that night um but you never know you never know when the wheels are just going to fall off and, you know you know take a stumble and whatever but uh but that's that's the idea i know this morning we we, we uh we attempted a uh a five times two mile loop in canfield and I know after the, the fourth the fourth one, I know we were kind of like, oh boy, this looks like it's going to be hard to do this for 24 hours, even though it's only a mile and a half, that was two miles, but still it started to kind of sink in on how of an endeavor this is and uh, how challenging it might be. Uh, but, but also just real quick to call Rick Blair out, uh, we were supposed to do two mile loops, but by the time we were halfway through, they were almost three mile loops. So, much like we moved from one mile to one and a half miles, like, I noticed this trend here where the longer we go, the longer the route gets. So, yeah. Just be, just be aware, you know, like, uh, 10 o'clock that night when I say let's take a right here if I say let's take a right just stop me you know you can't be doing that I do, I do have a reputation for doing that I, so you guys I, ran today oh sorry yeah 
when you when you guys ran today, did you did you do it every hour on the hour, or did you just do ten two mile loops? No, so today, and this was actually Jason's idea, um, was to sort of practice. So we we kind of mapped out roughly two miles, which some may have been a little bit more than two miles. Um, the idea was more just to, to figure out, could we go for these sh- this short distance run, take a 15 minute break, and then go do another one. Um, so so it wasn't on the hour, it was it was more just doing repeated uh, short endeavors. And I think um, I ended up going on like one more after everybody left, and I think I ended up with 14 miles total. But I think like we all got 11, right, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's your body definitely stiffens up. I mean, what we did, um, uh, Jason, Tony, Paul is not here, and I did this. I know Murph, we talked about this plywood challenge um, in, that we did in the fall, which was the four by eight miles. If you you really recognize your body does start start to stiffen up. That's that's really a challenge physically, but I still contend that the hardest part is going to be this lack of sleep. I, I could be dead wrong. I might fall on my face on the 13th, but I still contend it's just the lack of sleep. It's going to be tough. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that, that was so interesting to me about this was I can't really wrap my head around what's going to be the hardest part. And, um, and, and that's what I'm curious to find out, you know, is it going to be the lack of sleep? Is it going to be like you said, uh, your body kind of, stiffening up and, and not wanting to run again after the 6, 12, 18 mile portion, right. 18th hour and you still got, you know, 6 more to go uh, right. you know, or the boredom throughout the day, are you going to get bored in that 45, 50 minutes in between in between runs towards the end of the day and just be like, oh man, I'm ready for this to be over you know, like that, so that, that's the kind of the interesting part to me and one of the things that was appealing to me about this was just like what what is going to be the biggest challenge of it? Yeah, it does sound like there's a mental part there, trying to keep your mind focused in between so that you're ready to go at the twelve, you know, the next hour. Um, as far as the sleep, that's why I thought maybe you'd be doing like an early morning start, seven to eight o'clock in the morning, so that once you got through the night, you were done. I mean, uh, yeah, sort of like. When I, when I sort of started thinking about this, I just considered that um, I'm hoping that this only ruins one night of sleep rather than two nights of sleep. Um, but who knows? I mean, it could just be an absolute disaster. Um, I mean, we, I, I'd like to know if any, what everybody else is, I mean, what Murph, like what you guys are planning on doing in between runs. I mean, we've talked about watching Cobra Kai uh, you know, as an option. Um, I don't know if anybody's watched Cobra Kai, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I've never watched it. I highly it. recommend. I've seen it. It's good. Okay. All right. Yeah. It'll, it'll entertain you. So I don't know how many seasons or episodes there are now, but uh, but that'll be, that's a good way to get through it. Yeah, There's so three seasons. Cobra Kai. We might uh, play Risk. Uh, Game of Global Domination. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, I don't know, Murph, if you guys have strategized that at all, or like Jason or Tony, if you guys have other ideas, Bruce, if you have his recommendation, you know, what we might do. 
Yeah, we haven't really out here talked about the, the downtime and, and what that's going to look like. So uh, definitely something that we need to think about. Uh, the, the one benefit that we'll have out here, I think, that you guys probably won't is that, that our weather's a little bit nicer. So we, we'll be able to just kind of chill out outside and enjoy the sun once the sun comes up and it starts to warm up. So, um, so I don't know. I, I think, don't know. That, you know, that sounds eating. overrated. I, that sounds yeah. overrated to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that we makes us a little softer out here than you guys back there. <laughs> <laughs> We're only doing a mile and we get the sun. Yeah, honestly. What about the one thing that we tried today that kind of worked the past the time was drinking coffee and eating cookies and donuts. <laughs> Finish it off. Do the do the last loop like that, you know. If you did the last loop like that, if you did get arrested, at least you got it done. We did. We did it. So I don't think the mission would be in support of that. What about eating? I mean, twenty-four hours, and you, is it just going to be donuts and cookies, like Jason said? Being that you're going out every hour on hour, it's going to be tough to. You can't obviously can't get too much at one time. Uh, what about? Are you going to try to pace it out like a like you would be running an ultra, or do you think you're going to be just starting out? I mean, a mile and a half. I'm sure you guys could put up some good times if you're only doing one mile and a. Or did you not think of the pacing strategy at all? No, we've definitely talked about it. I think Jason has thoughts about that one. Yeah, I think that's why I got asked to participate. <laughs> <laughs> slow down. <laughs> to slow down the group. I think we're going to tap into uh, Jay for uh, some, some recommendations as far as eating on the run. Because uh, he's got got some experience, experience with uh, the Ironmans he's done. So maybe give us some pointers on how to uh, tackle this. Yeah, I think we'll just start slow. Maybe we'll go. Uh, you know, Bruce and I got to interview Dean Carnazes uh, in December, I think it was, and 
Maybe we'll just go Dean style and we'll order a giant Hawaiian pizza and just eat that while we're running down the road. I don't think it makes sense on a mile and a half, but you know, <laughs> running a mile and a half every hour for a day doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the whole one mile, or well, originally it was a one mile. Um, yeah. Where did the name come from? Two run four, or or was it supposed to be twenty four run? Am I reading it wrong? Yeah. No, it actually, so the two run four, um, and I guess like I, I really should take a second and say like as we are running for the rescue mission, um, they do have a, a, a new facility that they're hoping to open um, and, and occupy uh, by late spring or early summer. Um, if I know Jason and I have taken a tour, um, you can see some virtual tours on YouTube. Uh, if you just look up Rescue Mission of Mahoning Valley, uh, you'll be able to find those. Um, and and they all they do have a campaign right now to raise funds for um, their furnishings, and so this is why you know specifically um, we wanted to to raise money for the mattresses. It seemed like an attainable amount of money. Each mattress costs two hundred eighty three dollars forty cents. They need one hundred eighty five mattresses, I think, is the number. Um, uh, just to give an update, our fundraiser that I'm aware of, uh, the last time I checked, is. Just over seventy-two hundred dollars, which provides twenty-five new, durable, uh, waterproof, tear-proof uh, mattresses um, to the new mission. Um, we're very honored, very excited to participate and partner with the mission. Um, if people want, and Bruce, I'll answer your question about the name here in a second. I guess I want to kind of make sure that we say that if uh, anybody listening is interested, I'd, I'd encourage you to go to Rescue Mission MV, uh, standing for Mahogany Valley, mv.org. Um, that's the mission's website. And if you want, if you're interested in donating uh, to our fundraiser, you can go to rescuemissionmv.org uh, slash two run four. And uh, that'll take you directly to a donor site. Um, the name to run four was we sort of just started once we decided we were going to do this we started floating the idea out we've got some great creative friends and um our friend uh who's hosting it at, at, at uh, her house she um just sort of started brainstorming some ideas and thinking about this being a 24 i keep calling it a 24-hour endeavor um because we're trying to do this for 24 hours no one's staying up all night um, we're trying to sleep as much as we can. No one's running around the clock. We, you know, we will rest in between each loop. But um, she just brainstormed, you know, you're running two. So she just came up with two run four mattresses using the 24 and splitting it up. Um, and then uh, once she kind of developed that, I sent it off to the mission. And um, our friend uh, Lynn Wyant at the mission, um, she sort of designed that, that uh, giving page. Um, so the, the logo and the you know fundraising thermometer that's established there, that was all Lynn's work. And we're super thankful for them. They've just been great and encouraging. We tried to send them pictures on some of, you know, during some of our long runs, just to let them know our commitment to it. And they've been kind of slowly but surely, I think they put out a new one um, featuring Paul today. Um, just, uh, just meet the runners. So, um, you know, just kind of giving a, a heads up. As these are the people who are doing this thing. And it's been fun. And this is next weekend, right? Uh, March? Uh, two, two weeks. Two weeks from today. Oh, okay. March 13th. 13. Okay. March 13th. Yeah, I didn't so see the one with Paul. I don't think I saw the Paul's yet. Uh, I'll make sure I share those on 
my uh, yeah, Facebook and stuff when you. I share the podcast. But uh, so you're going to start next Saturday, and what other ideas, uh, like for doing this? Did you ever think about just doing like a whole group just to keep the run going for 24 hours, like a baton, or do a one mile loop and then somebody else does a mile? Or I don't want to. I I should keep quiet and I don't want you guys too much brainstorming going on now. <laughs> this idea down guys we're gonna <laughs> get everybody into more trouble <laughs> alright Jason is rolling his eyes <laughs> we didn't think of that Bruce I didn't think about this if anybody else did they didn't bring it to my attention but yeah, you know probably for a reason yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a good idea it's a great idea. I love this idea. It's a great idea for someone else to do. You just rotate a different person, you know. Then maybe I better keep quiet, Jason. <laughs> you gonna join us? Uh, I could come out for a while. I wasn't planning. I have to see what my plan is for that weekend. Uh, I've never tried anything like that. Um, not that I've actually even heard of somebody doing anything like that. Is it, where is it at? Sandy's in Boardman? Well, I'll send you. Uh, so, yeah, we've, we've been pretty protective about the location just um, for multiple reasons. One, okay. um, on account of COVID, we didn't want it to be, like, too, uh, too crowded. But then um, also we wanted to protect our friends' neighborhood and neighbors. Um, Try not to get too many people. So that's why, like Jason alluded to earlier, that there are some folks who are doing this, you know, virtually, kind of on their own. Um, I'll let you know, Bruce, if you're interested in, in coming for for a couple of loops or a couple hours. Um, I'll say on, on my side, Tony. Tony mentioned his sisters, and you know, like if I can just say, I mean, I, I know like Murphy and I've been in communication, but but you know, Murphy, I'm just I'm really honored and, and so appreciative of your willingness to, to jump in and say yes. And, Thank your friends for me, for me personally, and uh, as I said this morning, I, I'm so sometimes surprised that I have friends um, who, who just keep saying yes to ridiculous ideas. Um, but you know, this day in particular, I'm excited because my dad's going to come. Um, my my dad's—I uh, won't tell you how old he is—but uh, um, he's he's going to come, and and he's been walking half marathons for the last five years or so, actually seven years and um and was a runner when i was growing up and, and um i'm just really excited he's he's committed to to walking nine of these mile and a half loops which will get him um 13 and a half miles so i'm just I, you know i'm excited that, that anybody gets on board i just want to come do some loops and talk and record you for the podcast in those last few loops to see what you say see if you're making any sense <laughs> Listen, as long as you have your finger on a sensor button, because I'm pretty sure it's going to go that, that way. Just... <laughs> we can put a warning on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode is not for kids. Well, you guys, actually, for someone like this, you must... Do you feel you're ready or trained? I mean, actually, I do agree with Rick. The, the sleep part's probably going to be the hardest, staying up all night. 
say this, like, I know what, what uh, a bit about what Jason, Tony, and I are doing. I'd like to know, like, Murphy, you know, can you talk about what you've been doing to prepare for this thing? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be, um, you know, an overwhelming response. I'm, I'm not, to be honest with you, a, a, a big runner. Um, I, I run more as a means to just kind of stay in shape for, for other things that I like to do. Um, but I've been, what I've been trying to do is run at least three or four days a week. And, um, and I'll kind of intermingle my runs with my other workouts that I do. So uh, we have a garage gym and I like to lift weights and just kind of do some, you know, strength training. So I've been doing a lot of like get on a treadmill or run, run that one mile loop and then come back in and I'll do some strength exercises and then go do another run, another mile. And, um, and kind of do at least three rounds of something like that a couple different days a week in addition to some of the other things that I do. Um, and then just kind of trying to ramp up my mileage a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I, I have not run, truth be told, very long. I think my longest run is like a five-mile run um, leading up to this. So I, I'm really interested to see how my body holds up and, and how, this, how this works. Um, and I think that the nutritional aspect aspect of it is going to be pretty key to making sure that you don't kind of uh, lose any any stamina towards the end there. So my my training has definitely not been what Rick is. You know, like I'm not a runner uh, like Rick or like these guys. So uh, it's going to be an interesting interesting 24 hours. I don't. I didn't think somebody that's not a runner would consider doing something like this, but. It... <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny is um, it, it really kind of worked out. The, the beginning of this year, I don't know why, but I kind of got this. this I, usually every year I kind of come up with different physical challenges that I like to challenge myself with. And, um, and this year, the one thing that I wanted to do was some sort of 24-hour endurance event. And I didn't know what that was going to look like, whether it was a hike. I've heard of these different things where um, you can do, they call them climathons, where you, you know, basically hike up a mountain and then ride the chairlift down and then just keep doing that for 24 hours. But I can't find any of them, I think, because of COVID. Uh, so I just kind of had in my mind that I wanted to do some sort of 24-hour endurance event um, just to push myself and, and kind of test myself. And uh, so really kind of just worked out perfectly. When I saw Rick post this, uh, this challenge, I was like, this is the ideal opportunity. Um, and then to be able to support um, something from back home and, and do it with, with my good friend and um, just be a part of it. To me, it was like kind of a, a sign that was like, okay, this is what you have to do. So that was really kind of the, the impetus of it for me, more so than, than the running. I think one of the things we've talked about a little bit too is it's a very attainable goal. I mean, you don't have to go out and run 24 loops. Like, you can go out and walk two loops wherever you're at. If you go walk a mile, you could do that probably in a half hour or so. So it's, a, I think, a pretty cool event that, that isn't meant to be an endurance event, but it's applicable for anyone. You can go out and walk two miles or three or however many loops you want do and it's really meant for all fitness levels absolutely it's a great point i think that's a great point do you think you guys later on 
we'll switch to a walk for a while. I know because it is kind of an ultra event, and a lot many ultra runners do walk throughout their uh, because you're splitting it up the way you are. Like, uh, I know I, I see myself uh, walking some of it towards the end, you know, the last, you know, the 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th loop, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how my body's going to react to it, but I, I kind of picture myself walking some of it. Yeah. I think Jason and I would probably both interject and say, first of all, we won't rule out the idea that we might walk, but neither one of us believes that Tony's going to walk. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Tony will only pick up the pace as the day goes on. <laughs> yeah, you know and I haven't, I, I haven't really entertained the idea of one way or the other. I'm hoping to run all 24 miles of it, but... Um, but we'll see, you know, not, uh, you know, if I have to, if I have to walk one of them, I, the goal is to do all 24 loops. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, it's, it's not necessarily run all 24, but you know, that, that would be the best case scenario and, and just finishing it and run or walk would be, uh, an accomplishment. I got a great piece of advice a few years ago from someone regarding endurance running and they said walk before you have to. So, I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. How long? Jason, how long have you been running with Rick and Tony and... Have you, have you been... How long have you been running with Rick and Tony? Uh, uh, has it been a year or so? Maybe? Or more? Uh, Steadily. Yeah. I just wondered how long it would take Rick to talk you into crazy ideas like this that's yeah. uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a glutton for punishment so <laughs> I have a hard time saying no to people that's why it's fun that's why Jason's fun because I can just sort of like hey what if we do what if you do this <laughs> it's on board <laughs> alright uh, is there anything else you want to add on about the event? Anybody? Uh, I just want to say, I'm like I said, I, I and I'll echo what you know Murphy says. It's just, it's just a great feeling, and I'm excited, you know, for this this opportunity to give back to the community and challenge ourselves at the same time. But I'm looking forward to just and it, going back to the plywood challenge we did. It was a blast. Not you know not so much the running the running was okay but it was just you know hanging out with your fellow runners and the memories we created while we were doing that and I'm just looking forward to that you know 24 hour just to create this memory overnight and sharing meals and stories and sarcasm that we have during our runs and just putting that in a you know in a 24 hour period so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just the same way. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to being a part of this, doing something with Rick. You know, Rick and I don't get to spend too, too much time together, but to do something virtually like this and, and, and be able to do it with such a good friend and then I'm sure we'll be texting back and forth that day. So I think uh, I think that'll be, you know, one of the highlights of the day, especially when it, when it starts to get tough, you know, send a, send a quick little message back and forth of encouragement or a joke or you know whatever it is and uh you know that that's really what i'm looking forward to 
Yep. Well, I, like, I do want to say, um, Murph, I mean, next time you're in Ohio, like, you you would be perfect for this running crew. You know, there's, there's a lot of people that I know that run, um, but... I mean, you would fit right in on a Saturday morning. Um, your personality, your your ability, and I know you sell yourself short as a runner, but I'm sure that you could you could hold your own with us. But uh, but it would, you know, like that's why it kind of became extra cool when you signed on because I'm like, oh, Murphy would just be fantastic to just jump in on a Saturday. So um, yeah, wait, next time you're in Ohio, man. Absolutely, <laughs> we get all absolutely get all of us dopes together to go out for a run. <laughs> for sure alright alright well, thanks for uh, jumping on the podcast you guys and uh, good luck when you do do that. go out for your uh, all tw- well 36 miles in 24 hours and just that right there is an icon even though you're taking breaks in between it's still that's a lot of miles put in in 24 hours yeah, we'll keep you posted, Bruce. We'll let you know how it goes, and um, I'm, you know we've all sort of talked about how to how to push this out. Not one of us is very good with social media, but uh, we might try to get good at it for 24 hours. <laughs> okay, that's the real challenge. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's actually going to be harder than doing this, <laughs> this run, especially when I just deleted my Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> Is he running it too? Is he also running it? Does he? What's that? Uh, was he? Was Andrew also running the event? Uh, I don't know. Rick, what's the latest with Andrew? I don't know. Yeah, Andrew has Andrew's committed to coming for for a few hours. Um, I don't know when uh, exactly what time he wants to come, but but he's committed to coming out for a few of them. So I'm sure. Look for look for Andrew if you follow uh, Andrew to follow on social media. He's talked about putting out some posts that day, and um, you know, again, like the 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 thing was was initially just kind of a ridiculous way to celebrate um, a one year running streak, um, which which is fine, but but I don't uh, you know who really cares about that. Um, but when we talk about kind of the um, the long term and even eternal work being done at the rescue mission. Um, that's that's really what gets my, I don't know, like my enthusiasm is, is doing the work for the mission. So yeah, so getting, get, you know, having having a friend like Andrew who has um, a greater reach even into the world of social media and even, um, you know, local media is uh, it's just a bonus because it's helping this fantastic ministry. I'm sure he's going to check the weather and figure out when he's going to come. <laughs> I'm going to start bothering him every, every like 12 hours. What's it look like now? That is a good question. Uh, what is the weather supposed to look like for you guys? I mean, I know March can be hit or miss. Yeah. I think sunny, sunny and really beautiful, probably just like yours, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> 70 degrees and sunny? <laughs> 70 degrees and sunny. <laughs> All right. 
For running low 40s isn't that bad. No. Uh, actually good. As long as it don't rain, I'm hoping you'll have good weather. If you, if you do eat the pizza like the Dean Carnassus, Rick, I, I will come out for that hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll give you a heads up. Maybe you'll bring it, Chris. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, congratulations on your uh, being chosen ambassador there for the Youngstown Marathon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you saw that on uh, your social media there. That's awesome. Excited? Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Trying to already trying to get some people signed up. I got a few people uh, I think are going to be signing up again. Oh, cool. And they included though uh, with our code, you can get a discount. Uh, run run Y Town ten miler and four five miler coming up. I was supposed to be ambassador last year, but we all know what happened with that. So, they, uh, anybody that was picked last year got to come back this year. Some did, and some of them uh, decided not to do it. And okay. so they got some new people on there. But, uh, I went. I decided to go ahead and try it because last year was supposed to be the first time I was an ambassador. Rick, you're still doing, are you still working with the Next Time Marathon? I am, yes. So. Yes. I, I, I mean, if they'll have me. <laughs> you know, I, after hearing this podcast, they might be like, well, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he wants us to run <laughs> Maybe right. they'll let you count, do a 26-hour run. Park. I don't know if we want to be affiliated with that. <laughs> Rick, just don't suggest they run the marathon one mile every hour in a 26-hour race. What if we, guys, what if we break this up over like two days? <laughs> Something a little bit more manageable. Right, right. They all of a sudden get a registration of like 40,000 people. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. I just have a feeling it could be a tough year getting still going to be with the COVID and pandemic. I think it, I think by fall, a lot of races will be back, but it's, I still think it might be a hard time for a while to get people to sign up, especially this early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, any last thoughts, Jason? I, everybody else? I don't think so. You know, I, I just, you, I would say, you know, I, I'm excited to do Anytime you can combine something you love with your community and help other people, I think it's a great thing. So I'm just very excited to, to participate and be a part of it. Great. All right, guys. Well, I'll thank you for being on the podcast, and uh, good luck again. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks right. for having us. Oh, my pleasure. It's always fun. Yeah, it's great to meet you guys. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, thank Bruce. You. Yeah. Perfect. Nice to meet you.
thanks for listening, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you have any comments, suggestions, or please uh, email me at justarunner65 at gmail.com. Have a great run.